Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to season two of the Heart is a Muscle podcast. What are we talking about today for our first episode? This is Joseph here, accompanied by the oh. lovely Jordan James. Yeah, I guess I probably should have said that. <laughs> Welcome back for season two, everybody. And this is basically a vulnerable conversation that Jordan brought up and just another example of great conversation between two people talking about vulnerable things. So we're kicking this new season off with a lot of the same. Yeah. Yeah. This one is just like, we weren't even sure if this is going to be a podcast or not. We just recorded it. It's super raw, super vulnerable, but also super valuable. So if you've missed vulnerable conversations over the holidays, here's a new one for you. Enjoy. Enjoy. All righty, baby. Hello. Hello. So tell me what you got to tell me. Yeah. Okay. Fuck. So, um, the part of me that's trying to explain this is different than the part of me who actually experienced it. So I, yeah, I was kind of reading these journals to get myself in the place of re-experiencing it again. Mm -hmm. Um, basically when I, like today I really got in touch with my, my power like I, I really saw myself, like how awesome I am, how good it is to be me and like my gift, my gift of just like the way that I experience life and the way that I communicate how I experience life and the way that I help other people experience life in a better way. Like I am, I'm a fucking queen. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. yeah, like I, there is so much in me that is so big and vibrant and beautiful. And a big thing that's blocked me from saying this for myself and like really, yeah, like really seeing myself and my power clearly is because I have had tunnel vision about my beauty is in my appearance Hmm. yeah like a part of me was getting really angry that i've spent all this time focusing on like this really tunnel vision small aspect of like my appearance and like my appearance is supposed to keep me safe my appearance like i have to like look a certain way in order to be like in order to feel worthy Kind of like you have to get past that before you can get to anything else or. Yeah. Or it's kind of just like nothing else really matters except, except what I look like Mm -hmm. in terms of safety and relationships. Um, in terms of safety with men, I guess, especially. And so I've been playing this like, super small game of just appearance wise and I like that appearance game I I'll just never win at it and it's a lot of work and it takes a lot of energy and I have to think about what I eat and you know work out and do I do cardio or not and like it it actually hasn't been that bad lately but I've been in places where like I'm so worked up about that kind of stuff And because I've been so busy focusing on that, like I could not see 
my actual like how much of a queen I am like because I'm I see through that tunnel vision like I can't see all the things inside of me that go so much bigger than just like physical beauty that are more important even mm-hmm. that are like I don't I'm not I don't exist to look good actually And I've spent all my time believing that, like, I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, that that sucks, I guess. Um, and, but it was really, really cool to see, like, I really saw it. I really saw myself and my gifts. And so... Like, I think why a big reason why I wanted to share this with you is to give a new meaning or like a deeper insight to the um, reason why it's so important or it's so helpful for you to to like name things explicitly that about me being feminine or like part of my inner beauty, part of my inner gifts because it really helps me to bust that tunnel vision. Mm-hmm. It really helps because in that tunnel vision, the tunnel vision is like, I'm only safe in a relationship if I look good. If I look the best actually. Mm-hmm. And so like it really busts that myth directly when you say things that you like about me or that you're attracted to about me that um have nothing to do with my appearance so like i've kind of already shared that with you but Mm -hmm. i just wanted to share that to deepen deepen why that that is so meaningful to me yeah what did you write in your journal you want me to just read it yeah um let's see where i started uh I kind of just went on a rampage about how much I love myself and my parts <laughs> and my body. Yeah, baby, let that rampage but, out. Um, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll do that at first. Um, where does it start? Okay, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, so I was like, I love myself so much. I love who I've become. I love how I have chosen courage over and over and over and over again. I love how fucking smart my parts are. Like, we are fucking geniuses. I got so lucky with my parts. I really, really did. I got lucky with my body, with this sweet woman I'm inhabiting. I got so, so, so lucky that I get to be me. I mean, like, how can things not work out for us, you know? Things are going to be okay, my loves. Things are really going to be okay. We're learning more and more every day. We move fast when we let ourselves go slow. We succeed when we give ourselves permission to fail. Our eyes are opening and it is really fucking brilliant. So yeah, I was really feeling that. And then, and then I had a thought and this is kind of where it started was I wouldn't be jealous of other women if I could see my power and my gifts clearly. Like that was kind of where the thought came from. Mm -hmm. It reminds me of that Ralph Waldo Emerson quote, envy is ignorance. Envy is ignorance, huh? Yeah. Like envy is ignorance of my own power. 
Ah, envious yeah. ignorance to my own queendom mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to like how good it is to be me yeah you give that up when you only compare yourself to the outside world exactly yeah so like if i could just be in touch with like what i love about myself all the time like jealousy doesn't make sense mm-hmm. envy mm-hmm. doesn't make sense because it's not a comparison like i just like being me and i'm sure it's great to be them too mm-hmm. um yeah so i was like like i've got something far deeper than outer attraction i've got my mind i've got my heart i've got the way i experience the world and the way i communicate what i experience i've got a gift the gift of me and that gift is bigger than physical attraction like for me that was a huge like parts of me understood that for the first time today. Um, Good job part. Yeah. And then I wrote this understanding makes me so angry that I've been playing the game of physical attractiveness. It's like tunnel vision that makes it so I can't see and experience my true gifts and true power. It like keeps me small. I And it makes me mad thinking of women collectively are just like spending all of their energy and effort on playing the outer appearance game and think of what we could be doing instead. Mm-hmm. We could be changing the world with our gifts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you're doing, baby. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. So that's kind of why you have this new found passion for bringing this out in other women. Is that what you were kind of talking about earlier? Yeah. Like, Letting other women know how awesome it is to be feminine and how to do it in a safe way. Because I've had a part of me that is like, I don't want to grow up to be a woman. Like, I don't want to grow up to be the one that's in more danger. I don't want to grow up to be the one that like has to work hard to look a certain way all the time. I don't want to be the one who like gets cheated on or that has to put up with like worrying about other women like i don't know being a competition like i don't it sucks in the patriarchy being a woman fucking sucks Mm -hmm. it's it's really scary and it's really unsafe like our our the way that we try to find safety is by how we look a lot of us Mm -hmm. because that's what the patriarchy tells us is like yeah you're safe as long as you look good and put yeah. out. Yeah, there's something I... I don't remember where I heard this or if this is kind of a collection of thoughts, but there's a type of manipulation where you set an unachievable goal and reinforce the impetus to try and reach that goal. Exactly. Because, like, beauty standards, you know, when you if you were like, okay, yeah, what's, like, beauty standards right now? cultural wise is completely different from when you're like okay let's ask 100 people what beauty standards are Mm -hmm. because like you know this might be kind of anecdotal but i remember when you know they do like oh yeah for like western you know western people what's like perfect beauty standards and it's a pretty average looking person and like the same for other countries too it's like it may even be someone who's like heavier or has a different like shape to their face or something like that 
when you actually ask people what they want. Mm -hmm. But still, like the cultural, like, you know, carrot hanging on the end of the stick is something way beyond that that nobody's going to be able to do. Mm -hmm. And like when people actually achieve that, you're just like, good for you. Yeah. And also like... (laughs) How many women have sold their soul to achieve that? How many times have I been so willing to give up all my gifts, give up like everything that I have inside? If only I can just like have a better body. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's so fucked up. It's so fucked up in me. Like I have a part that's really angry about it and I I'm fucking with it. I'm like, yeah, that fucking, that, that makes me angry. It makes myself angry. Yeah. Because it's like so unjust. Um, so it feels good to be able to like validate myself in that. And I think it would be, it would be kind of, it would be cool for my parts to hear like you validate that that is a scary, shitty experience. Yeah. I mean, I know that that's one of the reasons why like i don't know i don't really think it's that great of a thing when you wear makeup because like yeah it looks nice i'm not gonna say that it doesn't look nice because it you know does a certain thing but it also doesn't look like you Mm -hmm. and it's just like you don't need it Mm -hmm. and so yeah i mean I want you to look how you want to look Mm -hmm. and let that be what empowers you Mm -hmm. because, you know, I enjoy looking at you partly because I've been trained to enjoy looking at someone like you, but there is also a lot of other things that have to do with the weird chemical mixture between men and women Mm -hmm. that go beyond like, yeah, you have to like fit this standard. Mm -hmm. I mean, first of all, like you're super tall. You're not supposed to be super tall, Mm -hmm. but I really dig it. I think it looks great. Uh It makes you look powerful and strong and like unique. Mm -hmm. And yeah. So yes, it is scary. And we live in a world that, has impossible standards that you're not meant to meet and you don't have to. Yeah. So don't. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, I'm not going to tell you to like look frumpy. <laughs> you look however you want. Cause I know it's a, it's a, a weird kind of empowerment thing for some people to be very feminine and like try and achieve that ideal and things like that. But I think that's what each of us make of it. And so, yeah, I want you to find power in way more than just what you look like. That's yeah. 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 So like I'm doing my own work with that and that, that is my, my work. Like I want to be really clear, like that is my work. But you could also really help me with that work by 
calling out the things in me that are attractive to you that have nothing to do with my appearance mm-hmm. or calling out the things you notice in me that are really feminine because now I, I don't know if this is like actually true or not a part of me just like wondered because remember after the gym yesterday when I was like man yeah I'm feeling like I'm not enough again or I'm feeling like I'm not enough mm-hmm. um and I was like man yeah what what happened there and actually um a part of me was like I wonder if it's because Joseph hasn't like pointed out when we're we're like being feminine as much mm-hmm. for a few days like I want like I'm sure there's other things too but I was like, oh man, I did know, I did notice that. Like, it's just a data point. I don't know if that's, I don't know what, but I'm just saying that there's, and that's not on you, but I'm just saying there's a lot of power. There's a lot of power. And when you notice and like, tell me things that, uh, are good that have nothing to do with my appearance, Mm -hmm. like it helps balance that out. It's not that appearance doesn't matter. Like that's like. I get that you're visual and all that kind of stuff like that. You don't have to like, I will never tell you you look good again. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's not what I'm saying, but, um, it's really powerful for my parts to hear from the masculine, to hear from my masculine that, um, like it, it helps that like there are other attractive things about me cause it makes me feel really safe with you Mm -hmm. yeah i mean when you um let's use this as an example like i want you to do more of this when you like seize your power and say we're doing this Mm -hmm. i want to have a conversation about this like right now Mm -hmm. and we're going to record it and i want it to be like this Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like there are certain masculine aspects of it, but that's also like a very powerful ownership of like need. Yeah. I felt like a queen. Yeah. When I was communicating with you. Yeah. I mean, that's the, uh, the majesty of the queen of being able to like be fully embodied as this, uh, matriarchal force that is in, you know, not just in balance with her femininity, but in power with it. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. You, so, need, you need to bring the word queendom into like circulation. Mm-hmm. Because you are in queendom inside your queendom. Yeah. <laughs> in your body. Totally. Yeah. It's like, it's my queendom it, that is my, is the reason why I exist. Like it's my queendom why i'm worthy it's like who i am is why i want to be here not because i look good yeah what else let's see oh like earlier when you were talking about your um, like receiving the good praise from your clients. Mm. When you, your ability to receive now is a real embracing and empowerment of uh, 
the feminine side of you mm-hmm. because there has been a lot of parts of you that shield yourself from receiving mm-hmm. because you, you know, you've been trained that you're supposed to give, mm-hmm. that that's supposed to be the feminine. Mm-hmm. And well, there is aspects of that, of community and nurturing and all that kind of good stuff. Like receiving is the one that like, has gone under the radar too long mm-hmm. and you need to receive. Yeah. And like, just let that be a natural thing. Mm-hmm. And like really soak that in. Yeah. Embody that, embody receiving. Mm-hmm. You're doing that more and more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. That I, I totally am. Like I've never been so much in my power for sure. And uh, parts of me are like dis- like discovering my power like every day. Like new parts of me are coming to understand it in their own way. And it feels really good. I've yeah. never been so confident. Yeah. And it's not like an arrogant sort of confidence. It's like a... I don't know how to describe it. It's like... Confidence is the understanding of your power without like taking it for granted. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I like that. Totally. Because arrogance is when you, at least I see it, when you feel empowered because you feel like you're invincible. Uh-huh. And that there's nothing that you could do that could go wrong. Yeah. It's a blindness. It's a blindness to what empowers you that you only see once it's taken away from you. Mm-hmm. That's why arrogance is fragile. Yeah, totally. But the humbleness of true confidence is receiving positivity from it Mm -hmm. while knowing that like it is something that needs to be nurtured yeah it needs to be cared for it needs to be appreciated yeah yeah for sure yeah i i've just never been so confident but there are still parts of me like um yeah so i kind of had that journal and then later i was just i was feeling some feelings and i was like man i don't know so feminine you yeah (laughs) I don't know like what this feeling is, but it's familiar. That's also so feminine of you not to know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I wasn't sure. And then I just kind of settled into it. And it's this part of me that is still stuck in the past of my marriage and when I got cheated on. Mm-hmm. And she was really tender and emotional and I, yeah, I was like crying and stuff and she was just like, so like it was, it's all she wants to feel safe. And she was like, I like, how will I ever feel safe? Like, the men who said that they loved me really hurt me mm-hmm. and they really hurt me with their attraction, I guess, mm-hmm. to other women. And yeah, I asked her like, what does she need to feel safe? And she's like, I just, I need, uh, Joseph to never be attracted to another woman again. And I'm like, well, got it. I'm like, well, we've kind of talked about this part, <laughs> but I'll, I, 
also, my eyes I was are like, shut to the rest of the world. Yeah. Also, <laughs> I was like, I I hear you. Yeah, because mm-hmm. like it was a, it's just a real testament to her experience of like how badly she's been hurt and her her tunnel vision of what safety means. Right. It's it's, it's still about the physical. And it's being stuck back in that old past where I am not me. I'm just another man that's going to like hurt them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, and, but I was realizing she's, she's afraid to let you in even. Well, yeah. Yeah. And I get that. Yeah. And she, she was just like, how, even though like we feel like we feel great about our body, we feel like great about ourselves and yet she's like i still just don't feel safe like how will i ever how will i ever feel safe yeah part it's like man i i don't exactly know the answer to that i know like she's safe because she's with me yeah i mean there's not there's not an answer because this is not something that can be like a straight line fix. There totally. is no fix here. This is a feel. Yeah, totally. And it's interesting there, not to get off topic, but one of the gene keys that I was listening to about was the one of addiction in the sense of like how our mind gets stuck on a concept and loops on itself. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what addiction comes from mm-hmm. or is the result of of a thought that loops and the that's more of the shadow side the light side the positive side of that is also intensity and creativity comes from that mm. but instead of a loop it's a spiral that progresses towards oh, a point wow fascinating anyways that kind of just popped up but mm-hmm. the yeah so i like i want how i work through this to be a spiral right and that'll be hella feminine of you <laughs> yeah. when you when you get there. But also, yeah, I mean, this part, um, yeah, part, it's okay for you to be afraid of me. Mm-hmm. I'm not upset about that because I get it. I see that you can, you see me through eyes that need healing or need eyes you need eyes that can't see themselves because right now there's a lens there's a mirror there's a a movie playing over your eyes and it'll take time and feels and talks and cries before that shade over your eyes that sees me as an old version of someone who's hurt you yeah I th- I actually think like I think there's some of that but what she's saying to me now is like or what she wants to say to you is like I act like I see how good you are. Mhm. I really see how good you are. I see how good Thanks you are part. to to I do my best part. Yeah, to like our parts. <laughs> I see how you just like radically meet our needs and all of them. Mhm. And like I s- she's like I see that you are as safe as safe gets and like still she is scared yeah 
because like the future is uncertain right like all like my parts always feel like at some point we're gonna have to be okay with with you wanting to have sex with another girl like at some point we're gonna have to like face that again and so they're just like oh you know like we'll well (laughs) yeah i don't know i feel like i think they're trying to prepare for that or something or like try to oh like in the future i'm gonna come and be like guess what i'm gonna like express a need that's on being unfulfilled and i want to bang this chick that i know yeah yeah well I would like to say that I'll never do that and I'm going to try never to do that. But yeah, but if I'm going to live in the future, you don't know. Yeah. And that's living in a a future that can't be, can't be known. Totally. But I would, what I would offer to that part is, um, I get that message and that's, that's fine. That's, uh, yeah, that's fine. What I would, what I liked was hearing from the part of that part (laughs) (laughs) yeah, that did its best to appreciate what is here. Yeah. Because I feel like that's what that part of that part spoke forward of like, I know you're really safe and I know things are really good right now, but, and it's Mm -hmm. like, that but's a heavy thing to put down. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. (laughs) so yeah don't worry about that (laughs) that question because that question is something that lives outside of the moment yeah and that'll take time and maybe that'll never go away yeah i'm kind of just like a thought that i had is like when we let somebody matter to us it's always going to be vulnerable that's the great risk of love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, it's okay if she needs time because she has been really hurt. Like our yeah. physical body has changed because of that. Yeah. Like our physical body was like damaged. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Part there is no timeline. Yeah. I'm really enjoying being with this part. Uh It's really nice to meet you, part. Aw. <laughs> yeah. And I feel sad for the burden that was given to you against your will. Mm-hmm. Because nobody deserves that. Yeah. I have parts that carry some things like that, too. And it sucks. Mm-hmm. And don't feel bad or I would hope that you don't feel bad for holding this because it's not something you can set down yet. Yeah. And maybe you never will. Mm-hmm. So as far as time goes, we got all the time. We live mm-hmm. in an infinite moment mm-hmm. and I would like to share that moment with you part as well as the rest of you parts in there. Oh uh, Yeah. Thanks, baby. Yeah. In part, it's so feminine of you for mm-hmm. speaking up for your yeah. needs. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. I feel, I'm feeling really proud of myself right now because 
it's just it's just okay that she exists like it's okay that she feels exactly how she feels and she can feel it for as long as she needs to feel it like she still belongs and it feels really good to be able to give her a voice and for me to be able to validate her like Mm-hmm. And that because then I can actually receive mm-hmm. what you say as truth because like I've already validated her. Yeah. And she's doing her best to protect you. Yeah. Yeah. She's just really scared because that that really hurts. Yeah. And and yeah, I think like some wounds do last a lifetime scars are things that yeah we don't want to get rid of but i would also offer a trickle of hope that one of the things that i know i'm working towards in, with all of my parts and feels like a more divine version of myself is seeing that fear is an illusion that lives outside of my reality. And so not saying that like I should be never afraid or never have things that I fear, but knowing that my decisions that I choose from fear are not the ones that are in true alignment with myself. Yeah, totally. And like, I don't, I think she's also in agreement with this is like, she doesn't, we don't want to make decisions out of fear. Mm -hmm. Like we, it's okay to let that fear be here, but we don't have to like make decisions based on that. Yeah. Or, or change the way we relate to you based on that. Yeah. We wouldn't have great courageous conversations without that fear. So yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, the fear is ultimately, like, fear of the uncertainty of the future. Yeah, and, I mean, that's uh, one of our beautiful human natures is needing certainty. Yeah. And it's, like, so silly because there's so much that it can never even be certain. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the uh, abandon that is being alive. Yeah, totally. I think like th- something that just okay. let me just throw this one last thing out yeah. there um being okay with uncertainty is hella feminine <laughs> <laughs> you're good at this <laughs> anyways yeah um oh shoot something popped up um oh yeah like other parts of me understand this because we had a, I had a huge revelation about this like earlier in an earlier podcast. Like you can be attracted to other women and we can be safe. Mm-hmm. Like that reality exists. And that's like the reality that we're living in. Mm-hmm. But that's never existed for this part before. Yeah, there's a little download kind of speaking about what I just did that may feel good for this part. If a a part within me sees another attractive woman and feels like that fear of like, oh, I might like miss out on something that like is so, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. First of all, that's a, that's a, 
imaginary feeling an imaginary like part of my creativity that's yeah. like spinning a tail off of a fear-based part of myself mm-hmm. you know you call it a seven part or a FOMO part or whatever totally but I can see now that like when that part speaks I can say yeah I hear you part but that's also a story that is probably even if we had the opportunity not going to be real Mm -hmm. it's not going to be what you think it's going to be and think of how much we would destroy making a fear-based decision like that Mm-hmm. that we know is here and is real and are things we want to move into the future with. And so it's like, I get you part like, yeah, I'm not going to deny how you feel part, but I'm not going to do anything about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy you were here, but I'm not, that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that. So it's those kind of conversations, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just, I just really trust you. Like that's, that's the conclusion that my part, all my parts have come to. Like some parts are like, yeah, we'll see. But most all my parts are like, this is what we're choosing. Like we're choosing to trust you. Yeah. And because like you deserve that. And also that's how we want to exist. I th- I just had, as you were talking about that. Yeah. For so much of my life, like my partner's attraction to other women feels so big and I feel so small and that dynamic, Mm -hmm. like it makes me feel really small and scared and unsafe. Mm -hmm. And it seems like what my work needs to be is to make like, I, I feel best when your attraction is small and I feel really big Mm-hmm. because like there, there was actually a lot of times like really recently there's been other uh, pretty girls in the gym and stuff. And I'm just like smiling away, feeling good about myself. Feeling I don't know. It's just like, I've noticed I'm like, Whoa, why I am like unbothered. I'm not just trying to pretend like I'm unbothered. <laughs> you know, like I, my parts are actually really good and really regulated mm-hmm. and we feel really close to you. And like, we're not, yeah, I, I don't know. So like I have experienced that. And when I experience it that way, it's because your the parts of you that are attracted to other women are just like parts of you that are attracted to other women. Like they're just, they're not scary to me. Yeah, I mean, there's, it's so different because the attraction that I feel to you kind of getting back to the beginning of what we talked about does go, you know, so many layers deeper than just what you look like because, you know, when a pretty girl walks by, all I have is this like image and this image sparks off some parts to be like, let's create a story about like what it could be. Mm-hmm. And a lot of, like most of my other parts are just like, yeah, yeah, we know how that goes. But like, what about Jordan? Um, let's think about all the things that she does for us and all the things that she brings to 
our relationship and oh yeah let's think about how much better our life is because she's in our our life and think about all the things that are coming in our life because she's part of our life and it's just like even the attractive parts are just like yeah i guess you're right and then they kind of fade away mm-hmm. until the next time that they want they feel ready to pop up mm-hmm. um And one of the things I know we talked about a while ago that's been kind of fun that hasn't really been a big thing in our life, but, or at least recently, is like when I do feel attraction towards other people, it is fun to channel it towards you and to be like, yeah, but what about Jordan? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, look at that. Oh, ooh, yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of just a fun game to play. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I love (laughs) that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and yeah there's just so much that my system even just spiritually alignment wise like if we want to get a little bit woo on this mm-hmm. shit that just cannot derail itself from the connection that we have mm-hmm. with like your spirit yeah totally and like those are the parts of me that are just like, yeah, if you were gone, like if you got hit by a car or, you know, got eaten by a dog or something that would ache the most yeah. of just this loss of this energetic, like, mm. um, perfect mirror of yeah. like where we want to be. Oh yeah. And so, yeah, like you could say, even though this sounds kind of cheesy, like I'm more, spiritually attracted to you than i ever have been mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah totally <laughs> it's like a magnetic sort of attraction mm-hmm. it's a force that i know exists that can't be described because it can't we don't have words to describe it yeah oh i love that that's how i feel yeah. about you too yeah mm-hmm. i need to find i need to find a poet better than myself and maybe they could describe it to you <laughs> yeah i don't know you described it pretty well yeah that's so sweet yeah i like it, it is good for my parts to hear you talk about this and like what happens inside of you and, um, your relationship with your parts around this, like it is helpful. But I think, I mean, I know at the end of the day, like it's my own work to, to feel like I'm responsible for my own safety with this. I feel like, like I'm, I, I've got to find a way within me where I am bigger. Well, and I, and I do quite often, like more often than I even thought was possible, but to find a way that I am bigger than, than like your attraction. I would agree, except for the, the, the language of being bigger. Cause this isn't like some fucking mountain we have to climb or some like, you know, wall that needs to be scaled or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, it seems like a deepening of the queendom within you. Totally, the, yeah. The love that is sacred to Jordan James in her parts. Totally. Yeah, I like I agree. Um cuz you don't need to be 
more and then you're going to be better. <laughs> no. Yeah. Like, cause I, I will always, as long as I'm playing the appearance game, as long as I'm in that like brainwashing of the matrix of the patriarchy of our culture, I will, I will always be in this dynamic. Mm-hmm. Then yeah, you will because, be looking up at a false crest. Yeah. Because like, everything in our culture centers around male attraction and like male entertainment. So like that is the biggest thing in our culture. And as long as I'm like trying to, to win that game of like win the game of male attraction and attention, I will, I will never be bigger than it or like, like, So the way that I, like what I've got to find my way back to like over and over and over again, whenever I get lost in this tunnel vision is to step outside of like male attraction being the reason why I exist. Mm -hmm. Like to step outside playing that whole game, like to step inside myself and realize it's super fucking awesome to be me. And I exist, I've never existed to, uh, like, please men. Yeah. That's a divine message for you. Mm-hmm. Because that, that doesn't even make sense to the divinity. <laughs> that doesn't make sense to source. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that's where my my trauma gets tangled into that. So that's like my work to untangle that mm-hmm. trauma. And that's a radical message too. Yeah. So yeah. Shout that from the rooftops, baby. Yeah, for sure. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and I, I actually wonder if a lot of, some of this is coming up. Like it's, it feels like this is a lot of stuff that I worked through. But I'm getting to an, uh, another level somehow, and yeah. it's kind of, it's kind of coming back up again. Well, it's a different. There's a different hue to it this time. There's not the like, um, fear for your life type of yeah, thing. Yeah, this totally. is more the like, um, I don't know, like, what is this that like what is this this noise this ghost that still haunts me mhm yeah totally and I, i've for sure like even just like how regulated i am right now talking about it it's like man i'm so proud of myself for all the work that i've done around this i don't know it's not very feminine for you to be so regulated though <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but but so i i it's like but every time we hit a new level of expansion like we uh, it's super common to have to face the same things over again on a deeper level mm-hmm. so i feel like that's what's happening and so i'm like yeah what is this new level of expansion and actually i think it's like my parts seeing how you're expanding and yeah. how like yeah yeah a story oh oh my god yeah a story that my parts are telling me is like, yeah, you're going to do this e-foil thing. You're going to be super successful. You're going to be on the beach all the time. And there's going to be like all these pretty girls that want to try and like, 
uh, Spencer's going to be single again and he's going to be sleeping around and you're going to be like, fuck, I miss doing it's that. It's quite the story there, parts. <laughs> yeah. And like, um, yeah. So they're like, fuck, like, yeah, he's expanding. He's going to be so successful. And so we've got to, or I don't know. They're just like, like scared of that, I think. But also, it's in my parts where like we are not getting in the way of that either. Uh, like that. Say like you're not gonna be on the beach there with me. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> I, I, I for you sure will. Be parts? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I'll, I'll be there for sure. But I think that's like that is a new level of my parts to think about. Mm-hmm. And I, th- yeah, I think that is scaring them a little bit. Yeah. Which it makes a lot of sense. Like it's okay, but also that is very far in the future and also like you get to expand and be safe too yeah i mean i hadn't even thought of any of that (laughs) 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 um yeah because it was kind of fun when we were in that coffee shop and what's her name uh sandra was it Sandra? I thought it was Zandra with a Z. Oh, maybe that'd be cooler. Whatever. But it was kind of fun to just be like, hey, look at this like random person that's just uh-huh. super stoked to like hear about this like weird thing we're working on. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And a, like a part of me was like, what the fuck? Who is this bitch? <laughs> just being like super vulnerable and honest. But then there were like other parts of me over overrided that part or like also spoke up and they're like yes like this is exactly what these boys need like having a pretty girl give them attention about this cool thing that they're working on like i hope i hope they get this for the rest of their lives like this is like what a good feeling to be them and what awesome affirmation for them like what a great like what a great experience like i hope that happens again and again and again so like both of those happened to me. Like I was feeling all those things simultaneously. Mm-hmm. And I think a part of me is just like, yeah, how can we get rid of like the, who is this bitch <laughs> kind of thing? Like how can, like, it's just, <laughs> I don't such... know. I even had a part that was just like, who, wh- you don't even know what we're talking about. What are you doing here? Yeah. Why are you bugging us? <laughs> but then, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Those are, those are kind of, hardwired into us what those like parts that are just like defensive yeah at first for whatever reason mm-hmm. and like i don't know i don't want to fix that yeah i don't want you to fix that you don't need fixing uh yeah i guess that's just like feeling the the <laughs> tension that i hold that's a that's our new slogan you don't need fixing you need I feeling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so that's that's true like i guess that's just the tension that i hold and like that's part of what comes with the territory of letting somebody matter to you is like you feel jealous about them well yeah yeah it's weird there's another gene keys thing about jealousy and it had to do with i can't remember i need to go back over but it was really insightful on the shadow side of what creates jealousy Ooh. 
Yeah. Yeah, I'd be really interested to hear about that. I can't that. remember what it is. I'd butcher it right now, but Yeah. You know what? That's true. Like I have I have had such a war with the part of me that gets jealous. Yeah, I mean the part of us that gets jealous is a extremely fear based part. Yeah. Fear of like losing what's yours. Yeah. And this is just me speaking. I don't this is mm-hmm. straight out of my noodle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um but it manifests in like there's so many parts that like are linked to that jealous fear that come out in so many ways, either by like being an asshole or, you know, being shitty or saying manipulative things. Yeah. Totally. Jealousy jealousy is a, a weird human trait. Yeah. It's also really human and also like I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to go to war with that part of me anymore. Like I don't, I don't want to make myself wrong for feeling that. But I also, that doesn't mean like that part totally takes over, but like I can welcome that tension inside of me and still be kind and still like be connected and not withdraw. Yeah. Like that, that part's just allowed to, to be here mm-hmm. it, it has to be it has to it has to like be able to belong in my system yeah i mean it's the thing that it kind of reminds me too that i know we'll never be able to get rid of but like is something that you kind of need to like find balance with is like public speaking why do we get like so nervous to go up in front of a crowd and talk some weird evolutionary thing hardwired into our amygdala Mm -hmm. about being the center of attention shit what do you do about that you find balance with it yeah it's not that you can make it go away Mm -hmm. you can sometimes make it be exciting you Mm -hmm. know change the fear into that flutter of of exhilaration Mm -hmm. use it as motivation or you just have to have that like moment of terror yeah that you experience deep within yourself yeah that spurs that courageous action to go out and do it yeah whatever it is it's kind of vital yeah so maybe jealousy is kind of the same way of just like i'm gonna be a fucking hot green jealous monster for a second and that's gonna kick off something else that's gonna make me feel so much more Mm. or so much deeper connected Mm -hmm. i don't know Mm-hmm. something like that but yeah i don't until we reach a level of consciousness where you know we let go of this duality uh plane that we're on we'll probably all still be jealous i bet jesus was a little bit jealous every once in a while yeah i bet he was human <laughs> he had parts yeah mm-hmm. but yeah um yeah the, like this is kind of like clearing a pathway forward for me in this part of me that's like that feels so scared is like I, she's scared of feeling jealous. She's scared of like the vulnerability of having somebody matter to us and evolving with somebody who matters to us and letting you evolve mm-hmm. and like letting you be your own person. And like, it's just fucking vulnerable. And the thing that I think is a really tender part of that part of you is that that part would sacrifice everything to try and save you 
from this hurt. Oh, say more. Because like this part is so dedicated to keeping you from feeling betrayed and feared that it would make you do things that would make you feel feared and betrayed. Mm. (laughs) It can't help itself but try and protect you. I don't know. I kind of feel tender about that. It's a tender part. Yeah, it is a tender part. Oh, thank you for saying that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I Yeah, it just seems like the pathway forward is my vulnerability. Like, is sharing with you the things that I'm scared about, but also not making you responsible for making me feel safe either. You know, just like letting it all exist and like opening wider to the uncertainty Man, there's so many things that are feminine you just said. <laughs> Opening wider being one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, vulnerability is a feminine thing in the fact that, like, you are surrendering your fears mm-hmm. to someone else. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's a courageous act. Um, but it is also an act of compassion and love Yeah, that has no guarantees except being in the moment with mm-hmm. whoever you're sharing with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause you can't have vulnerability without relationship. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. So that like, that just kind of brings me back to the the present moment of like, to tell this part like it's just gonna be vulnerable it's just gonna like parts of it parts of being in a relationship with somebody are gonna be scary and uncertain especially when we like are evolving together as much as we are Mm -hmm. so like can can we accept that and my when my parts do accept that they're like okay let's I don't know. It makes me feel so much more alive here in the present with you and so much more connected and like turned on and um, like things feel real and close. And it's just like the uncertainty is allowed to be here. Like all my feelings are allowed to be here. Mm hmm. And I'm not trying to protect myself from the uncertainty, but I've just like surrendered to it. And that, yeah, it's like such a, it's all the feels, but it's also a huge turn on. It also keeps things like fresh for me because it's like, yeah, we're on the, we're on the edge of something. Like we are on the edge of our relationship, the edge of our connection. Mm -hmm. Like nothing is, certain but like things are pretty great now so like let's let ourselves have it yeah i mean i for my part would much rather live an uncertain life that feels vibrant and real and as heart forward as possible than live a certain life masked in fear and regret hundred percent hundred percent and these conversations really show me that because at the end of the day like when I'm in my fear and stuff and I it's like somehow this is always what I 
end up choosing is like surrendering to the uncertainty and being like full send. Yeah. Yeah. It's so silly. Cause like, you know, we're talking about uncertainty, but that's not that uncertain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love you, Bebe. I love you too. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thanks for, for sharing you. this great idea or great, like, um, download yeah you had thanks for sharing your journal yep. oh yeah so vulnerable of you i know i it feels good to be vulnerable though it just feels good thank you for being a safe space for me to be vulnerable in yeah that's another one of our slogans it feels good to be vulnerable because mm-hmm. you know what this is a a fiercely guarded secret of being uh, a human and alive it does feel good to be vulnerable yeah and it doesn't matter what it's about Mm -hmm. whenever you let down that burden of hiding yourself from others yeah there's such a release yeah and it's only unfortunately that we're told that yeah when vulnerability is not reciprocated that it was your fault for being vulnerable. Uh-huh. Totally. Which it's not. It's not. No. They were too afraid. Yeah. They were too afraid to like match your bravery. Vulnerability is a two-way street. And it can't always be matched up. But when two people share even a little bit of vulnerability, mm-hmm. that feels fucking awesome. Yeah. It really, <laughs> really does. And I challenge anybody prove me wrong yeah totally um last thing i want to say is i think like part of the different hue and i I'd, I'd like to hear your thoughts on this if you don't feel this way but i feel like i'm feeling these vulnerable feelings but i'm not making you responsible for them anymore yeah i mean that's kind of a thing i'm some of my parts are you know scanning this whole conversation being like all right are we being told that we have to do something? Otherwise she won't be happy because that's code. Like the codependency scanners are uh, out. Yeah, and totally. Like, I feel like the, the counters are flickering here and there, but they're not doing much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm sure like I've got some codependency, but it's just, it feels so different in me because it's like, yeah, I'm just not making you responsible. I'm not making you bad for anything you're not you're like yeah. so good <laughs> you know it's like but i am being vulnerable about, about like what's happening inside of me and like what my work is and i think it's okay to share with you like what would help yeah i mean that is it's really helpful the thing the boundary i, I need for that is that um I need grace to fulfill your need in the best way that I can. Mm-hmm. Like if you set an expectation and then get mad at me when I don't fulfill that expectation, mm-hmm. that's shitty. Yep. I'm going to do it and I'm going to try to meet your need as much as possible. Um, and like I'm always open for more suggestions on how to do it better for you. But like, don't ask, or I'm going to put a boundary on if you have a need that needs to be met, 
don't set an expectation for me to like fail yeah hundred percent oh i'm so happy you said that yeah because i want to make it really clear is like i really am sharing this with you just to share it with you and like i still consider every time that you point out if i'm feminine or like part of my inner beauty or whatever like that's a bonus yeah because there are some times that i think i do this in a subtle way that i don't even realize like in the morning when i wake up and like give all your parts like like literally the parts of your body give those good mornings and things like that is kind Mm -hmm. of a um an honoring of your feminine being yeah it really does feel that way yeah yeah because i'm not just like oh man your feet are so sexy uh you're the best looking feet ever Mm -hmm. yeah it's like mm -hmm. hello foot how are you this morning? I'm yeah. so happy that you're here and you're part of Jordan. <laughs> yes, I, it really does feel that way. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I kind of want, I mean, I think that we do a pretty good job about this just in general because it's how our relationship goes. But like what I want is to be able to share these things. And then it's just like kind of a fun thing we play with together. Like there's no expectations. Yeah. You have no responsibility for having to like perform in any way but like oh it's so fun like like you can make me giggle with this and you know make me feel good the the seven side of me of wanting to have fun hears this and it's just like i want to have fun yeah yeah i'll tell you when you're feminine but i want to do it in a fun way yes i don't want to i don't want to be like the asperger's child like (laughs) what you you did right now is so feminine and i want to acknowledge it that is all (laughs) (laughs) yes absolutely like do it in a way that's fun like yourself and like if it doesn't feel fun don't fucking do it yeah because that's another thing too is like I hate blowing smoke up people's ass. Mm-hmm. I've had to do that before. Mm-hmm. And like, that's just shitty. Mm-hmm. And like, nobody likes that. It's a one way ticket to resentment. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, like, I'm not going to do that to you. No. Yeah. Don't. Which I like, I have to be careful about because there are, when you, when you ask for some things explicitly, there are parts of me that are just like, okay, now we're not going to like, just do what she said just for the sake of doing it. We're going to like, do it our way. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, let's not do it too much our way because she was pretty explicit about what she wanted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But also like play with it too, yeah. you know? Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. I hear, I hear those parts. Do they love to be creative or they just don't like being told? And so they're like, we'll do it. All we'll do above. it our way. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. All the above. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Those parts are welcome too. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Great conversation, Bebe. Yeah. Thank you for being you. Thank you for being you. Mm-hmm. It's so feminine when you're you. Are <laughs> <laughs> uh, you so feminine when you giggle, too? Uh, I love your little giggles. <laughs> Anyways, is there anything else that uh, you'd like to grace us with? I feel pretty complete. Man, what a great... Uh, what a Just think about how wonderful that you spent this time today being with yourself oh yeah how powerful is that yeah totally it was really nice and it was cool that it just happened naturally too yeah it's like oh yeah it feels good to be in touch with this part it feels good to have this conversation and to just let 
all of my parts be here and not be wrong and just be able to hold the the tension of vulnerability with you. Yeah, it wasn't even that much tension. Yeah, it wasn't even that much tension. But, I mean, it's always a little bit tense to be vulnerable. Yeah. But just like to feel alive with you. Hooray. Hooray. Well, I guess we'll wrap this one up. Yeah. Thanks, Pepe. Love yeah. you. Thanks for listening to the Heart is a Muscle podcast. If you'd like to connect deeper with us, Jordan will tell you how to do that. Hi, this is Jordan. So you can find me on Instagram or Twitter. My handle is at just Jordan James. I spell my name with an I-N, so it's J-O-R-D-I-N. So at just Jordan James on Instagram and Twitter. You can find me on medium.com with my name Jordan James. That's where all my writing is. I also have an online course that is dedicated to help you become your own best friend because your relationship with yourself changes literally everything else in your life. You can find that course at jordanjames.com slash best hyphen friend. Thank you again for listening and I look forward to connecting with you deeper.